How do I know whether or not I'm doing okay as a Christian? That I'm actually growing in a way that I'm supposed to? I feel like those questions are a little bit taboo in Christian community and in Christian culture, where we're told things like, you never stop growing, you never arrive, never get comfortable. While I agree with those statements, I'd like to have some measurements in my life to know whether or not I'm doing okay in my relationship with the Lord. In every other area of life, there's measurements for growth. When my wife and I had children, they measured our babies to make sure they were actually meeting the criteria of what percentile they were supposed to be regarding their weight, regarding their length, regarding their head size. There were measurements they expected our children to reach. If those measurements weren't met, they would go see a specialist to help them get to where they were supposed to be. All of life has measurements for growth, and our faith should be the exact same way. So as we talk about marks of a disciple, we're not talking about being satisfied or getting comfortable. We're talking about actual measurements to help us see and understand whether or not we're doing okay with our relationship with the Lord. And the very first measurement, the first mark of a disciple that I think we must talk about as Christians is that of a repentant life. Yes, repentance happens at our salvation, where we turn from the world to a new allegiance, that allegiance being in King, Lord, Jesus Christ. But John Calvin said, repentance is not just the start of the Christian life, it is the entire Christian life. So we shouldn't just see repentance as a one-time action or just something that happens when we mess up or do something bad, but an actual posture of our lives, basically a state we find ourselves in of regularly not conforming to the patterns of this world, but being transformed by the renewing of our minds, our regular, ongoing practice of turning from this world and turning to Jesus. Romans chapter 2 verse 4 tells us it's God's kindness that leads us to repentance. So we could say that refusing to repent or not living a lifestyle of repentance is actually a problem in not believing the gospel and not actually believing God's love towards us, his kindness uh, that he has lavished upon us, his mercy, his grace he has given us, that when we see and understand those realities in our lives, it should lead us to want to be people who turn from sin regularly and turn to our Lord. When I think about repentance in my own life, I learn that my story is not very unique. The things I need to repent of actually go all the way back to the Garden of Eden, where we see the first sin, where Adam and Eve ate from the forbidden tree. What was happening in those moments was they were believing two lies that here I am thousands and thousands of years later, I'm still prone to believe. And those lies are one, that there's more to be gained by disobeying God than there is to be gained by obeying him. I have to repent regularly of that thought in my mind that the enemy tries to put in there. That yes, I believe in God. Yes, I might you know, have a relationship with the Lord. But in this moment, in this instance, there's more to be gained by saying no to God's word and saying yes to myself. Or saying, God, no thanks. I don't want what you have for me. I want what the world has for me instead. And to repent of that thought, that temptation, that lie the enemy tells us that there's more to be gained in the moment by disobeying God than there is to be gained by actually obeying him. I hope that God's kindness that leads me to repentance is what I need to counteract that lie, to go against that temptation, realizing what God has for me is much better than anything this world actually can offer. And the second lie I need to repent of in my head regularly is the lie that I have to go around God, not actually to him, for all the things I'm looking for in my life, such as belonging and meaning and fulfillment and purpose purpose and satisfaction. I didn't repent of the thoughts that those things are found everywhere else except for actually in a relationship with Christ. 
Look back to the Garden of Eden. That's what Adam and Eve believed, that she had to go around Eve and taking the fruit from the forbidden tree around God, not to him for what she needed at the moment. There was more to be gained at that time in taking the fruit than there was to be gained in obeying God. A life of repentance is one that regularly sees the repentant life as a posture, as a lifestyle, even more than just an action. It's easy to see repentance as a negative word, kind of a killjoy, uh, where you sort of tuck your tail between the legs and kind of wallow in self-pity. I don't want us to see repentance that way as we grow in our faith. We see repentance rather as a response to the goodness and kindness and grace of God in our lives. We also see this God protecting us, looking out for his children, as he really does have so much more for us than anything this world has to offer. Mature, growing Christians are repenting Christians who see repentance not just as a one-time event or something that only happens in the moment of something bad that we happen to get engaged in or sinful, but rather we see it as a lifestyle for people who are responding to the goodness and grace of God in our lives. It is that kindness of God that leads us to repentance. I mean, how sad when we claim to believe that our God is kind and loving and gracious but don't actually live as if we truly, really believe that. When we understand the kindness of God, then what are we rebelling against? It makes sense that people rebel against legalism and extra-biblical rules, but when repentance is linked to God's kindness, so that's what actually leads us to it, what is it that we're despising? What is it that we're rebelling against? What is it that we're looking for? And the reality is we're just believing lies. We're believing lies. So in a life of repentance, we don't just need to actually listen to ourselves. We need to talk to ourselves and remind ourselves of the truth of the gospel. To remind ourselves that God will never leave us nor forsake us. Remind ourselves that he who began a good work in us will be faithful to complete it in Christ. The more of God's love and kindness and faithfulness that I'm filling my mind and my heart with, the more of a repentant life I'm actually going to live, saying no to this world and saying yes to our Lord instead. So to have a true life of repentance, to live a repentant life daily, is a mark of a healthy disciple. And if that's a reality in my life, I'm not saying I should get comfortable or even pat myself on the back. I can rather say I'm in a place right now where I'm believing that God is better than anything this world has to offer. That my relationship with Christ is better than anything this world could possibly give me. So it's not a state of comfort, it's a state of satisfaction knowing that I'm sitting and resting in the promises of God rather than the hype of this world. And when I start to drift, a life of repentance is something that reminds me quickly that all these things the world is throwing at me, they cannot compare to the surpassing greatness of actually knowing Jesus Christ as Lord. So please don't see repentance as a one-time act or just in the moment kind of event, but a lifestyle and a posture of saying no to this world and yes to our Lord over and over again because it's his kindness that leads us to want to turn from things that are not of God to the one who truly does have what is best for us.